Hello, welcome back to the Blossoming Podcast. I'm Michaela Kilpatrick, and I am so glad you're here. We're going to talk about some fun things today, so I hope you're ready. So go ahead, find a spot that you love, grab a cup of coffee and a journal if you're a note taker, and let's get into it. Today, for my first podcast episode, I want to talk about some lessons that the Lord has been teaching me in this week or so that I've been out of school. And those lessons have to do with validation and expectation, and those things have played a far bigger role in my life than I had ever guessed. First of all, we need to talk about how we all have a deep-rooted need for love. I'm an Enneagram too, so this is something that's on the forefront of my mind a lot. If you've done any research on the Enneagram, then you know that twos, um, they strive to be loved in pretty much everything that they do. It's something that they think about a lot. Now, I think that I need to be loved. I think that that is something important to every single human being on this earth, whether they um, choose to admit it or Um, confess it to themselves or not, I think we all have a need for love that is natural and needed. Um, However, I know for me personally, it's something that I think about all the time, the things that I'm doing. I can be a bit of a people pleaser. I want people to like me. I want them to love having me around. Um, And that need to be validated and loved is, as I said, it's natural. 1 John 4, 8 says, Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love and we're created by God. So if God is love and we're made by God, then a need for love is in our nature. This last year, we were all cut off from people, whether it had been for a short time or for some people, it was a much longer time. Some people still are in lockdown and that just breaks my heart that people are still having to go through that um I know that was really hard on everyone I know some people mainly um my introvert friends probably really enjoyed that a lot more than um myself who is a little bit more extroverted and probably many of the other people that I know that just really thrive on community. I think all of us need community to an extent, but some of us like really, really need community. And I am one of those people. Um, I think during those few months that I had to stay at home, that was really hard for me because my friends in my youth group, I was still keeping in contact with them, but there's only so far that you can get in your friendships over a computer, over Zoom or over FaceTime. Um, those things just felt really far away. Those people felt far away. And if I'm being completely honest here, I was a little bit jealous of the families that seemed on the outside to be getting along perfectly and just loving every single minute of quarantine. And I know now that you can't trust everything that you see on social media, but I did believe that I was in the minority of people who maybe were struggling with a little bit of family drama or just maybe not getting along with family perfectly. Like my family, we couldn't make it a few hours without getting in an argument, you know? But it's hard when you're around the people that you're closest to for so many, I mean, months. (laughs) Like for my family, it was months, which is crazy. It was good, but it was also hard, I do have to say. Um, 
And so I was missing that connection. And I went into school this year with expectations that I didn't realize I was holding. Um, For the people who I hadn't seen in so long, I had expectations for my youth group, um, expectations for my closest friends, for my family. And I think I had expectations for myself as well. And the problem with that is no matter how amazing you or the people in your life may be, our expectations are never going to be fully met 100% of the time, Um, especially if we try to look at life at least a little bit optimistically, then for sure your expectations are not always going to be met. And a lot of my friends went through some really hard things this year. And the truth is, is that hard things will change us, whether we like it or not. And I wasn't prepared to face that change in myself or the people around me. Um, everyone was fighting their own battles this year. And personally, I felt a bit forgotten about by the people in my life who I thought should have been the most supportive, whether it be friends or family. The dynamic in my youth group and some of my closest friendships, it just felt different. Those friendships, those relationships, they didn't feel as close. They were more awkward. At times, things felt a little bit cold. I felt distanced from the people who meant the most to me. So I went into this year with, I guess, an unspoken goal that I was going to make the people in my life proud and get their attention. And the way that I decided to do that was through my grades. I wanted to impress my teachers and be the best so that I would hopefully be loved and noticed. Um, I literally poured myself into studying and I experienced some anxiety over my grades and I was angry at myself when I failed to measure up or be the best at something. I did everything that I could to succeed and I did succeed. My grades this last year were incredible, if I'm being honest, and I received a lot of praise from teachers and family. The problem was when school ended about a week ago, I had a moment of realizing that I had just placed my entire identity in the wrong place. And that was that was kind of scary. I really didn't know what to do. If school was over, then who am I? Who is Michaela? There are a few people in my life that I have counted on to be there to empathize and support me in whatever I'm going through. And I want to say there is nothing wrong with having people like that in your life. You should have people in your life who you feel like are just going to be there with you through thick and thin. And if you don't have those people, just keep praying for that because those people will come. The problem in those relationships only comes in when you believe that your validation of your experiences and even your existence at times comes from those people. The moment the school ended, I realized that those few people in my life um, that I counted on to be there for me no matter what, they couldn't be around anymore as much as I would have liked them to. And I experienced another moment of feeling lost. If I couldn't tell my closest friends and my mentors how I'm doing, then what even am I doing right now? How was I even going to make it through this summer? Friends, in one of the most confusing moments of my life, God's mercy was shining down on me. I want you to ask yourself, 
Who in your life do you have expectations for? Who are you counting on to respond a certain way, be there at a certain time, and love you in the ways that you're needing right now? Is it your best friend? Your mom? A mentor? A brother? A sister? Boyfriend or girlfriend? Maybe a grandparent? And I also want to ask, what do you pride yourself in? When someone asks you what you're good at, and I dearly hope that you don't say nothing, because that would be a lie. Every single person is great at something, and I 100% believe that. But when someone asks you what you pride yourself in, what are you good at, what do you say? Are you amazing at basketball? Do you play the piano beautifully? Do you have a voice that can bring a crowd to tears? Goodness, I wish I had that gift. Do you have an ability to write that displays complex thoughts and ideas with eloquence? What do you pride yourself in? I want you to know that God places those people and gifts in your life for a reason. Your giftings are uniquely chosen by God to impact this world, and the people in your life are there to support you and hopefully draw you closer to Him. But they aren't meant to satisfy your deepest need for love and for validation. The reason why is because those things are not eternal. Our giftings can't sustain us. My ability to write amazing essays for my English class in high school has no real value for me right now in the middle of summer. My worth has to come from somewhere else. And the people in our life won't always meet our expectations. Sometimes our parents will respond to us in a way that makes us feel unheard. Sometimes our friends will misunderstand us. And that is okay. Because the only eternal and all-knowing perfect one in our lives is Jesus. We were made from the very beginning in the garden to walk in fellowship with God. Jesus is the only one who can validate every hurt, love us at our worst, and understand us through and through. And it's very, very important here not to mistake that our worth comes from what we do for God. Our worth already comes from God. We don't need to earn that. You are already worth it. The reason I say all of these things today is so that you might turn your eyes to the one who gives you your worth so that you could be reminded that you are already loved and validated. You don't need to look for it in other places. Do something to start your day with God, to turn your eyes towards Him. Say good morning to Him when you wake up. When you're making breakfast, tell Him how much you're thankful for Him and how much you love Him. When you help out with chores around the house, just think, I'm doing this for you, Jesus, to show you how much I love you. These aren't necessary things. God already loves you no matter what. But doing these things helps us to readjust our focus to Jesus who is the one who truly loves and understands us. When our validation comes from Jesus alone, we no longer feel like we're performing. I know for me, there would be times throughout my day, whether I was reading, driving, listening to music, or even when I was worshiping God, that I would think of those few close people in my life and wonder, what would they think of me right now? Friend, we are free from performing. I live for an audience of one. So in those moments that you're tempted into wanting to look and act a certain way that pleases the people around you, shift your focus to pleasing the one who made you and loves you perfectly, because that is where you will find your truest clarity and self. So today, if there's anything that I'd love for you to take away, 
It's that you are already loved just for who you are. Free the people in your life from unmeetable expectations and free yourself from finding your worth in things that are worth less than you are. God loves you. He's proud of you. And he just wants you. So for the verse of today's podcast, I have Galatians 1.10. For now, am I seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I still trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Blossoming Podcast. I am so thankful you took the time to join me today. Go and spread the light.